0: What's your favorite number?
1: Three.
0: Really? Is it really? Mm-hmm. Mine, too.
1: Is it really? Yeah,
0: three is my favorite number. I mean,
1: the only reason why I said three is because I'm the third. I'm I the w- third, too. You're the third? Mm-hmm really yeah we are literally just not learning this <laughs> i was gonna say seven at first but i was like that's everybody's favorite number so i'm the third yeah so.
0: three is my favorite number it always has been but
1: like you're there's like a scene like there's a junior a senior like all that like your family oh is right now? i thought you meant like the third child oh no i meant like i'm named oh. like it's generational <laughs> with me <laughs>
0: You're talking about, like, the third. Yes, that like, is, there's the third That in my is hilarious. Name. No. um, uh, But with April that, Fools. <laughs> April Fools, December, y'all. Or November. We don't even know what time of year it is. But what we do know is that this is our third episode.
1: Yes. <gasps> it is. Uh, <laughs> we need to use those tarot cards so that you bought.
0: Oh, we totally should. I'm probably going to try and use them tonight.
1: You need to practice so you can use them on, like, so I can come to our session.
0: Okay, sounds good. Okay. Alright y'all, well we're your hosts, I'm Natasha,
1: and I'm Trey the Third,
0: and and this is Rejected. This is not this is,
1: this is Mozart. Not <laughs> it's not Frank. Not Frank. I was close though.
0: Frank Sinatra and Mozart?
1: I mean, they're both we're... from from what? Like historic ages or something. <laughs> like they're old. I remember hearing a and Sinatra. That remember that song in high school or no. middle school?
0: Uh Frank Sinatra and Mozart are not from the same time.
1: Yeah, but they're not from any recent times.
0: I mean Frank Sinatra is closer to us right now than Mozart is. Okay, was. and when?
1: Hmm. When? Like when the when did uh,
0: that? Well, mm-hmm. Mozart was like before the Romantic era of art, so that would be. I don't know.
1: 1842. <laughs> Much earlier than that.
0: I think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't fucking know. But Frank Sinatra is like, as of like the 90s, I think. Like he might have died then. Really? I'm pretty sure. I will look at I don't think so. I I think think Frank Sinatra
1: is a lot older than that.
0: Frank. Mm,
1: 40s. 1940s? Mm Mm-hmm. Is when he died?
0: No, that's when he was around. He died in May 1998. Told you. He actually died on my birthday. Told you. I was alive when he died.
1: Wait. In May? He died May 14th, 1998.
0: Wow. I know. Do you know no but you were
1: born else? in 78 70 suck my cock <laughs> oh my god sorry mom <laughs> It's probably sorry too mom my mom does your mom listen to this podcast no but my brothers do my mom we were at dinner the other night at a steakhouse and she literally was like yes I listened to it and I was like what was it about and she told me exactly what it was about so I went back and listened to it because I was like now I have to go back and listen to what my mom heard
0: you're talking about gargling balls
1: mm-hmm. yeah but she's a cool mom
0: my mom knows what I talk about I am a li- little frightened that my brothers listen to it because mm-hmm. they're like my father figures and so that's weird mm. but speaking of weird the uh, ever balancing act of work and life Mhm. Such a beautiful journey. I'm so sorry. It's tapping in this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Did you make it to where it's not gonna lock?
0: I think so. I think so. Yeah, I did that.
1: Work life balance. Hmm. Do you feel like you're good at doing that? At keeping a wor- um, uh, having a good work life balance.
0: No, but I'm always trying to get better at it. I think that. Is that your stomach this time? That's not my stomach.
1: I don't think so. I told you I had coffee. <laughs> uh, did anyway. you put creamer in it? Mm-hmm. Why I would did. you do that? Because. Uh, oh
0: my god. Anyways, um, I feel like I'm always trying to get better at it, and I think that there are things that I'm, I'm better at than others. I feel like when it comes to, to anything. And I mentioned this, I think, in our last episode, is that it's just far easier to let myself down than let other people down. And especially if I know that it's something that I'm making money at, I'm more likely to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll do whatever you need. But um, that often comes to bite me in the ass. It definitely did today.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's hard, but I think that there's like a stigma that everybody has around work and I think everybody like makes, or I know at least for me too, kind of sounds like you might do it as well, but I there I've worked jobs where I get so involved in there that I almost lose sight of who I am outside of that job. Right. And I think there's just like a stigma to make to like make your job be everything that you
0: like your whole life. Like
1: your whole entire life. And then you're like, because, you know, you are chasing the money and you're doing that. But it's like, where, when do you create those boundaries?
0: Mm -hmm. 100%. You know? And I, um, I think that it's really hard to, I think it's really hard, especially when you're first coming into your career to figure out where you can kind of pull from and when it's okay to say no, because when you're first starting out, you know, you're excited, you're Mm -hmm. ambitious, you're trying to make a name for yourself and depending on the field that you're in you know, working those long hours, staying, that type of thing is what, um, what you feel like, or possibly what is going to get you to the next level. And feeling like you have the freedom to say no is not always something that happens during
1: those times. And I think that's where the lack of boundaries come in at. Because at that time you want to be able to say yes to everything that's being asked of you. You know, they ask you to do this and you're like, oh, I can do it. I can do this. I can do that. And then That's kind of expected from you going forward. So if you ever get to a point to where like you're being almost like taken advantage of and then you want to be able to set those boundaries, then it's almost like too late. You know, it's almost impossible to go back and do that.
0: Well, and it's like is is anything less than what you've been given even going to be acceptable to your company? And are you going to be able to dial back or is that just not going to be good enough to them?
1: Yes, I mean, you're, that's true. But, all, and too, like, what kind of backlash comes from that? From, right. like, your superior or your coworkers? Because they already expect this version of you that mm-hmm. you've already portrayed yourself as. Yeah. So to go into work, you know, to, like, leave on Friday, you know, the person that they know. And then for you to come on Monday and be a completely different person, like, yes, you might have a good sense of judgment on what you're trying to do. But then it's like... It's hard, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, it's probably something that has to happen gradually, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can't just immediately be like, well, this is the person I am. But not only does it not happen like that, but I think that there's also so many things that for yourself you mentally have to figure out in order to be consistent, whether it be at sustaining your crazy work life or finding that work-life balance. Um, You know, and one thing that I don't feel like was at all talked about or focused on the way it is now is burnout. Everyone talks about how they're so burnt out. And I feel like prior to COVID and prior to the pandemic, um, people would immediately just do whatever was needed for that paycheck. Whereas now I think mental health and people realizing that they're struggling to have a work-life balance and identifying what they are struggling with is on the forefront of everyone's mind
1: Mm -hmm. i think that covid taught a lot of people that you can work for yourself yourself and still be successful and and with that comes the the work-life balance because a lot of people during covid you know like we're in texas where there wasn't that many like strict rules with covid like i i feel like as other states had mm-hmm. and so a lot of a lot of other people i felt like had it worse than we did as far as their lockdown went i was in california and during
0: like 90 yeah. percent of the and
1: pandemic. was everything like closed down like, oh, all everything. the time was it, like a drastic difference it
0: was completely different and like even um so we would i'd have to wear like mask gloves everything just to go to costco And Costco was open between a certain amount of hours. There was only a certain amount of people that could be in at one time. And so there was all of these regulations. There was like no one on the roads past a certain time. We had curfews. Um, Yeah, it was was pretty strict.
1: I feel like that because of that, people had no no other choice but to work for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And create a business that worked for them that was going to make them successful. And... I think people are starting to catch on to that and like that's the only way. Like who wants to always work for somebody else to make their dreams come true right. when you you know just
0: Well, and I feel like one thing that the pandemic <clears throat> really brought Excuse was me. the fact that um it it kind of brought on like a scarcity mindset, right? So it no longer was about living day to day. There was so much um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh uncertainty mm-hmm. that You could be dead tomorrow, or you could lose the people that you love tomorrow. So why would you sit here in a dead-end job that you don't enjoy making crap money just in order to, to try to be successful, just to live paycheck to paycheck? And I think that a lot of people saw that as a moment to be like, you know what? I'm literally doing nothing else. What better time than to try and focus on the things that I'm actually passionate about and make money where I actually want to? And, you know, and speaking of that, I think that one thing that we um, had kind of discussed, not in this episode, but when we originally recorded it was (laughs) that um, because of that pandemic and because of the ability to do video or remote work, it immediately also, if you were still working at a normal job, it immediately sucked your time. Mm -hmm. So it was no longer about just like oh, no, I can't make that meeting because I have to drive or anything like that. They, it was thought of as you had an open schedule. So people were booking up my time. They were like, oh, no, you can make that conference call. It doesn't matter. She has nothing else going on. And I had conference calls literally from 9 in the morning until 8 at night, 830 at night sometimes just because people are like, well, you're home. You're not doing anything else. But I was also struggling, like trying to find my own time, trying to struggle with like mental health like everyone else was. Um, but that didn't necessarily matter,
1: and I think that's also where, like you were saying, like kind of like boundaries come into place there. Because you're right, a lot of people did expect they were, and I just think that's so crazy that people mm-hmm. are just like, oh, you know, because we're in a pandemic, I'm gonna make your schedule for you. You yeah, know, it's expected and that it's like, my you no, get to own my time. No, yeah. mm-hmm. but that's also where like having a good work life balance is, is because it's allowing you to manage your schedule and not somebody else to manage your schedule but like the audacity
0: right well and also like i think that one thing that i should have stepped up for myself more was knowing when to say no and being able to step away and do that in a like not a non-respectful manner but like being able to be like no i'm sorry like i cannot do this right now and then me not feeling bad about that i feel like i often put a lot of pressure on myself to constantly say yes and then I find myself saying yes to everyone and then at the end of the day saying no to myself
1: have you ever heard of the term soft quitting Mm -mm. so it's like soft quitting is when people are realizing that they're being taken advantage of or they're having burnout or they don't feel like that they're being treated well enough at their job or maybe they don't feel like they're being paid enough at Mm -hmm. their job and they're doing literally the bare minimum minimum. of what their job description is. They're not going above and beyond anymore. They're not trying to like please their boss, you know, or make a name for themselves because you know, while we're in the middle of this you know, inflation of the whole entire country, like everything, gas is rising I mean, milk, like everything is rising like Mm -hmm. salaries are staying the same, (laughs) you know and it's just like, that's another part where people are like, okay soft quitting and creating more of a personal life for me and taking time to do my things or, you know, still working, you know, very hard to make somebody else's dream come true and staying at the same
0: page. Well, and, you know, I I completely understand that you are not always going to be happy in the job that you're in. You're not going to always get to do the things that you want or make the pay that you necessarily deserve. But with that said, like you should also be able to chase your dreams and have Mm -hmm. enough time to meet your work deadlines, but also meet your personal deadlines as well. And that's, you know, when I think of like what work life balance looks like to me, It means that I'm able to meet all deadlines, personal and work related, but also still have time to grow not only in my career, but in my hobbies and my passions. And if I don't have time to grow in my personal life, I bet you I probably don't have time to grow at work either.
1: Mm hmm. And also, like whenever you're if you're like you're working eight to five, you know, like between those hours of eight to five, because you're getting paid to do that work. Like, mm-hmm. I genuinely feel that like you're that part of your day has to be dedicated to that job. Oh, for like, sure. you made a commitment. And that's what you have to do, you know, besides your lunch break, you know, but like, that's what you have to do. But But I also feel like if you're not able to like manage your time in between those hours to get that, to get those done, and then it's going over into your personal life, like that's where they start to mix. And it becomes freaking hard.
0: You know, you just brought up a lunch break, but I don't know if in the past, like seven years in my job, like they don't schedule me to have a lunch break. Well, granted, I'm the, I'm the manager, so I should probably be scheduling myself. And that is on me. But when you are in the throes of your day and you have no one else there, at least until recently I didn't have like an assistant or anything to take over that time so I was just had to be there regardless mm-hmm. I didn't get to take time for a lunch break I was just constantly having to work and that's not something that I necessarily blame the company for that's something that I should have taken on myself but because I was so laser focused on like I have to do a good job I have to be here I have to be present the thing that could again I could say no to was myself not my job
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, and the older that I've gotten, I've, I've, like, wanted, because, you know, like, people's lives to employers are not as important, not as Mm -hmm. important as they, to them, like, that's why I'm like, okay, do I necessarily want to, you know, ever be, and, like a, a manager role, I'm like, I'll just stick to real estate. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, because then that's what, you know, it's just, it sucks the life out of it. And For sure. Mm-mm.
0: You are expected to give majority of your time to make sure that that business is successful.
1: Mm-mm. Not today or tomorrow. <laughs>
0: um, you know, speaking of not wanting to step into that role, uh, one thing that I also think is really important is When you do decide to leave or you do decide to change your mind or change your stance on things, allowing yourself to let that door actually shut so that way you can have the freedom and the space to move forward in a positive mindset and to achieve the things that you want to do. Um, Do you find that when you finally have made up your mind, like, are you immediately taking action or does it take you time to allow yourself to really get into the process of what that new that new opening looks
1: like are you talking about like maybe between like switching careers or switching employees switching or just... careers
0: are also just deciding that like okay now I'm going to give myself more time to focus on my personal hobbies and passions
1: well I guess it just depends because if I'm if I'm thinking about ways that I'm going to give more of myself, know personal time Mm -hmm. then i'll think about it you know like i'll be like okay what are some things that are going to make me happy i'll think and i'll think about it for a couple days and it'll it'll kind of give me something to look forward to right and i'll even like make a list i'll start making a list on my little journal in my kitchen (laughs) you know of like things that i want to do on saturday and i'll be like okay i need to repot these particular plants like i'm going to repot them i'm going to water them i'm going to set them in the sun like And it's just little things like that, but it's things that bring me joy, and it's like Mm -hmm. a distraction. Or I'm a weirdo, and I like to plan out, like, when I'm going to clean certain things. Mm -hmm. So, like, cleaning is a distraction for me, too, you know? And sometimes I'll think of a meal that I want to cook, you know? So I'll do those things, and I'll think about it ahead. Mm -hmm. As far as, like, work, if I'm deciding, like, okay, I'm done with this career. This is not adding any value to me, you know, personally right now. I'm going to move on. I will, I'll be three steps ahead of mm-hmm. that, you know, like whatever, whenever I'm going to be leaving that career, I will have another something ready to start next week. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't allow for that time to be there because it's more, it's important. Yeah. It's, mo- it's like about mon- the monetary.
0: Well, unfortunately, like you probably... I mean, I'm not like a trust fund baby or anything. I don't come from like a family with a ton of money. So, um, you know, you can definitely, unfortunately, buy time Mm -hmm. and time being something that we can't necessarily get back. I need money in order to be able to buy that time. I mm-hmm. need money in order to be able to do my hobbies, my passions. So, regardless of if it's this job or another one, I'm still going to be working. I'm still going to have to do something until I'm able to bring in enough to mm-hmm. be comfortable in you know, in my passions or in my hobbies and even, you know, when I'm talking about like my art business, what success looks like in that is very different from what success looks like in a corporate world, right? Mm-hmm, because sure. my you know, I'm working for someone else right now, so my wants and my needs are are very different and I want to make I want to make money. I want to make good money so that way I have enough money to f- focus on my art. But if all of my sole income was coming from my art, I would be happy to just live on the bare minimum mm-hmm. and scrape to get by if it meant that I had more time to do what I was happy about but because I have less time I want more if that makes sense
1: yes no and I, it's I've never really thought about it that way but it, I mean it's it's a concept that I use all the time like literally like I'll be I'll be bored at home right I'm like oh the time I have no time you know like mm-hmm. I have all this time you know I don't know what to do with it and I'll be like okay I'm gonna go to tj maxx and i will make an excuse to get this this and this and i'll be like okay but what about this that i'm gonna have to do in a couple days Mm -hmm. oh you know like Mm -hmm. okay i won't spend a dime because i just bought a new plant and i'll be looking at this plant for three days
0: (laughs) right well and i it's so funny because like i've been i've been wanting to get um a new mic for podcasting i've been wanting to get it so bad and uh i have not oh god god that was a deep swallow <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: i took a drink of water um, i'm taking another one hot on in my throat
0: oh my goodness yes did you hear it that Honey, time i did um <clears throat> but oh god oh yeah i'm wanting to get a new mic so i've been wanting to get a new mic but the mic that i want is like four hundred dollars and as much as it would be like all of our podcasting dreams t- made through through silence of <laughs> and good execution. I'm also like, man, I I got other fucking things that I am trying to pay for right now. This mic is going to mm-hmm. have to wait. No Black Friday deal is good enough to give me 80 percent
1: off. So <laughs> Nope. because you.
0: <laughs> what? I
1: was just going to roast you, but just do it. I was just going to say, I know you've been scraping to pay your rent.
0: That is literally (laughs) (laughs) no. I know, but that's a
1: jab, even if it's even if it's fake. But yeah, I pick on Natasha way too much.
0: I have never had to struggle to pay my rent. She's like the
1: fourth sister that I've never wanted. Oh god. Oh my god, I do have a fourth sister. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like the third brother.
1: I love all of my sisters that I've never
0: wanted, or like my sister. You're like the sister that I never got cute like bitch
1: <laughs> I don't know how to take that
0: um what are ways that you free your mind how do you free your mind so when plants like I plants. said plants so like literally okay your it's go-to. probably
1: my go-to yes plants I do like to try to get in the kitchen and cook some stuff up but like I think cooking about me for me is more about doing it mm-hmm. and not about the end goal because it never works out in my favor but Mm -hmm. cooking and just putting it all together and thinking you're coming up with something is so fun and then yeah I just I'm a homebody you know Mm -hmm. I mean I like to get out and socialize and go have lunch and stuff but like something about being in the comfort of my own home just feels makes me feel safe in this crazy world that we live in so
0: yeah and it keeps me from I, spending money. i
1: like to go over to love to go over to your house like yeah. our, one of my new hobbies is like this podcast mm-hmm. you know like being able to sk- like think about brainstorm and do all those you mm-hmm. know? yeah what I'm do totally. you do uh your you <laughs> well mom. obviously
0: but meditate masturbate journal and get your mind straight baby that's what <gasps> i live by
1: meditate masturbate <laughs> journal and get your mind right
0: well i said straight so it kind of rhymed get but your yes. mind straight and journaling for me but
1: i don't want to get my mind straight
0: well i mean you could be bent you could have a bent mind okay <laughs> but uh, one of my mind straight not as in like my sexual orientation but getting my mind straight in the sense that like focus on what you need to do be happy about it find your own peace and like I journaling for me looks like mostly drawing, like drawing journals and stuff like that. Are you making your eyes go (laughs) (laughs) crazy right now or are you just being weird? Um, But I also uh, one thing that I am trying to separate myself from is false peace because I. I'm in like a really weird transition right now in, in my personal life and trying to figure out. What what is most important to me, and what do I need?
1: What do you mean by false peace?
0: Meaning that um, I don't want I don't want to put on a front and choose things that will give me moments of happiness. I want to be able to be happy. And to be able to live like my truest, most Mm -hmm. authentic self. And I feel like sometimes we'll put on false peace for our work, for our families, because we don't want to hurt their feelings, because we want to give them a moment that they feel good in. But I, I I need to focus on myself. And sometimes that means giving all of the people around me that I love momentary sadness or discomfort, but... I need to learn to be able to make give people that that moment of discomfort if it means that I can be comfortable with myself. And I think that that's, you know, when I think of a false peace, it's me not doing that. It's me giving myself false reassurance for and not gaining anything from it.
1: Yes, I think it's easy though, and I'm like I think I'm pretty guilty of doing that as well now that I know what that is and I've heard of that. But it's like happiness for only it may it might even be a few days, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But then it's if, then if it's a happiness that like wears off, and you go back to feeling the same thing that you were feeling before that. Well, and it comes like, back to mm. keeping
0: your commitments, like being able to. Do you want that moment right now of being happy and feeling fulfilled, or do you want the true lasting fulfillment of whatever your you know your goal was? Not to bring it back to last week's episode, but um, I think that all kind of ties in, right? Of mm-hmm. being able to. To be happy with what you're doing, but not just for the moment, like truly happy in what you're doing.
1: And I think, too, depending on how you look at it, especially people that battle with like um, depression or anxiety or they have, per you know, personal inner demons that they deal mm-hmm. with. Sometimes those moments of like happiness is like what what they look what people look forward to yeah. or that gets them. I don't know, it just might be like a, a sunny day in addition to what they've been dealing with before. For sure. You know? Yeah. And that that still is a rocky thing. It's a roller coaster of emotions. But it's in I the am- grand schi- in the grand scheme of things it's just like a kind of a moment of sigh, you know, like yeah. sigh or relief or just excitement or happiness, even if it's temporary, totally. you know. Totally.
0: And like and I'm not at all saying like do those things that get you happy enough for the moment so that way you can push as forward. As long as right? it's just
1: not with like a negative. Right. It doesn't create because I know what you're saying too like in the work life you know it's like okay you hear that you're getting, you're getting a raise you mm-hmm. know because you've been doing very very good you know but then you're like oh I've got this I've got this I've got this raise, it's giving me some encouragement. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do good. It's kinda giving you like a like a little of fire under your eyes. But ass then you realize you're like, that I you're still working it. with the same shitty but people. But a few, few days later, <laughs> yeah, you're still getting treated the same. Yes. You're still working with the yes. shitty people mm-hmm. and you just know that it's not gonna change. And so is that what you're talking about, more so kind of? Yeah, no, totally. Okay.
0: But I also think that like one one thing that I am trying to reprogram my mind to is what happiness actually looks like. For me, I don't want this like weird false picture of what everyone, like, we no one knows what happiness is. You can't just go buy happiness off of a shelf, even though I would love to mm-hmm. think with my retail therapy that I can. Yes, um, but happiness for me is different from happiness for you, and what I'm still searching for what that actually looks like for me because you know, I've in my short amount of time on the world um, have walked like a few different lives and I, you know, I was married and I was divorced and I've been single and I'm doing all these things, but I don't think happiness lies within like just the people that are around us. I think happiness has to come from yourself. Like mm-hmm. you have to find what that looks like. Cause even when you're, you know, you got, you're in a, a happy relationship with your partner, but what his happiness might look like is probably different from what yours does. 100%. And being able to being able to find that, it might take your entire life, and that is totally okay. But I don't want to live my life searching for happiness. I want to live my life searching for myself mm-hmm. and being okay with what I find.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that being happy with yourself is... Like RuPaul says. Can't Do you wait. know what he says?
0: What does he say? You better work.
1: No. Oh. He does say that, <laughs> but it's not what it is. He says, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? Oh, I have heard Can I, say I get that. an amen? Hail Satan. No, amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. That can, is not can my... Can I get an amen?
0: Oh, amen? Yeah. A woman? A
1: man. Just amen. say amen, it. Oh, God, amen. Can I get an amen?
0: Amen. Amen. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's your daily Rupaulisms mm-hmm. for you. Have you ever seen an episode of that? Yeah, I used to watch it all the time.
1: Then how did you not know what that I is? literally he says it just in every said once episode. you said it,
0: oh yeah, he, I have heard him say that. Listen to my words or eat a bowl of dirt.
1: I don't like to listen to you.
0: <laughs> I know you don't. It's obvious by the way I don't that like you're constantly to nobody. checking your damn phone.
1: I'm checking my phone so I can look at uh,
0: our notes, our organic <laughs> notes
1: that we have.
0: Hey, you can have norts and norts. Norts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can have, uh...
0: have norts and let it beat organs. Um, what? Uh... Did you hear that? No. That's you being a little bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Natasha is so small. I could roll her up and kick her out of my house, literally. Do you know
0: what Shay said to me why your dog Kendall is so sad? He's like, she's never been around little people.
1: <laughs> no, she, he said she's never been around kids. Well, then
0: he corrected. He's like, you know, because she's never been around kids, like small, small people. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know, no offense taken. I get it.
1: I mean, you are fun size.
0: So, I hate that term, but I will say this. I was um, perusing the shithole that is dating apps the other day. Which one? Um, This one was on Bumble. And I don't know... You want to know one of the questions that I get the most is you are not 4'9". Well, it's not really a question. It's more of a statement. But I don't know why anyone would ever lie about that like why would i lie about the fact that i'm four nine that is the weirdest lie because
1: they probably thought that you were a lot shorter than that and you're trying to give yourself some inches (laughs) okay no
0: that's not what they
1: i mean you're not much taller than a (laughs) laugh the person
0: fuck off uh i got jokes like they do though Mm, mm, mm. um Mm -mm. mm -hmm. but uh this guy was six six and uh he proceeded to tell me that in order to measure myself, he wants to see me next to a banana. That was his measurement for
1: 4'9". Okay, so it's a little bit taller than a Laffy Taffy. <laughs> so he was just giving you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. That's what he was doing. You can go right with all uncle. them Bumble dudes.
0: and that up. <laughs> I
1: have an uncle that is taller than that.
0: An uncle that is taller than 4'9"? No. A
1: of banana? course. know a lot of... Everyone in my yeah. family. I was like, what are you No, that talking is taller about? than 6'6". Six, six.
0: Oh my God, seriously? Mm, he's six Jesus. <laughs> Do you feel like there is a a sexy height? Like, once you pass this, like... Uh, no, sorry, let me rephrase that. Like, an ugly height. Like, you're just, like, freakishly tall. Or are you just, like, whatever height?
1: Hmm... I prefer my boyfriend's height. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. I bet I you do. do I think he's like 6'2". It
0: was, he is not 6'2". Six 6'1". Six okay. 6'1".
1: I'll give you that. 6'1 or 6'2", I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like to think he's like 6'4". Yeah. But he's definitely not. 6'3 is a good height. Yeah, I think he's,
0: I don't know. For me, six personally.
1: one or 6'2", one of the two. I... But he's taller than me, so I mm-hmm. love it.
0: See, I, I wish that I could just be okay with them being taller, but it, you have to be like for me to be interested. I know this is awful, but it has to be like at least over six one. It's really hard for me to, 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 to be into someone who's not that tall.
1: That's crazy because I feel like everybody's taller than you. Oh
0: yeah. Everyone is like one of your dogs is way taller than me. Kendall is probably taller than me when when she she stands up. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, it's just personal preference I guess. Or maybe I just like haven't met the right like small king yet. Or queen. Who knows?
1: <clears throat> Hashtag
0: gay. <laughs> Hashtag gay. <clears throat> Do you remember the other day when we were you were talking about my the style of my art and you pointed at a sticker that I didn't even make? <laughs> Like, you have that, like, hippie vibe. And I was like, okay, like, I guess I can see where he's coming from. Then you pointed at the sticker, and I was like, this bitch has no fucking
1: clue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an airhead sometimes. so funny. I can't help it.
0: I would agree with that. Sometimes
1: my mouth just literally talks a lot faster than what my brain can think and even process. Like, like it's just weird. I'm not even in control of my brain or my mouth.
0: I feel that all Mm. of the time.
1: Like with me or with you? No, with myself. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. just who's scared to use? Who's scared don't? Sometimes. Mm. What is your favorite movie?
1: I don't have a favorite movie. Okay. I don't think. I mean. Do you have a favorite TV show? Charmed.
0: Oh, I, I, I literally could have guessed That's that. That's like I was every talking... Game boy's favorite. <laughs> is TV it? Show. I did not know that. Um, well, I. Probably uh... not, but. I was talking to someone the other day, and they were talking about how they always turn charmed on. I was like, "Oh, my best friend likes it. Who was it?
1: Was it a girl or a guy? It was a girl. Okay, well.
0: It was definitely
1: a girl. Yeah. I like a lot of movies, though. Like, I love all the Pitch Perfect movies. Like, I like more, like, comical movies like that. Mm-hmm. I can't even think really right now about it. Do them, you like
0: rom-coms? Romantic comedies?
1: Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it's super cute. Like, 50 cute. First Dates or something. Oh,
0: I, I love uh drew barrymore and adam sandler so much um my favorite movie i have like a whole slew of them but it's probably um what's it a spotless mind for eternal sunshine is that how you say it? i always always call it eternal sunshine but i also i have like a go-to do you have a go-to like depressed movie mine is wild dogs because <laughs> it gives all of that daddy I think energy I like
1: the last song Probably as one of mine. With Miley Cyrus? Back mountain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's such
1: a good one. Yeah, but it's sad.
0: I've only watched the, the the tent scene in the beginning.
1: Oh, yeah. That's all? That's all I cared to watch. Was it at the beginning? I thought it was in the middle.
0: I'm Pretty sure it's like right when they go to the mountain, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but you haven't seen the whole thing. No, it's so sad. Is it? Yes, it's mm. heartbreaking.
0: I should watch it. Yeah, I have it. Um, I think it might have been filmed in Montana. I can't remember. Probably. Maybe.
1: Shay wants to go to Montana real bad.
0: You guys, we should literally do like a winter ski trip and go stay in like a log cabin.
1: Are you saying winter like W I N N E R or W I N T E R?
0: I think you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm said, saying winter. You said winter. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry.
1: I just, but I don't know if it was like some kind of race, but like it was a, like you have ski a, trip, a winter ski trip, bitch. <laughs> a no. winter ski trip? No. Winter.
0: Winter. Winter.
1: Winter. Winter. I like that. W I N T O U R.
0: Well, speaking of winter, I have a long ass commute back to work and it takes part of, it takes away from my work life balance. And I hate it specifically during the winter because Choices. the roads are shit. The weather is shit. It was a it was an awful choice not to move this far away. Yeah, I would like to just do that, okay? You can. I can't I, I cannot. You can It literally is not part of my job.
1: Then you get rid of that job. That's true. Choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen your Paul's Drag Race? Oh my god. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> I already asked that. But there's, a there's, another, there's another drag queen. And whenever he's Trixie? like... No. I don't even Pixie? remember his name. But whenever Lala? he... Stop. But whenever he is... <laughs> whenever he's like in an argument with somebody, he'll be like, choices. Mm. So whenever he said, I have to long commute, just, I was like, choices. Oh, Thank
0: you for giving me the backstory on mm-hmm.
1: that. You're welcome. Yeah. Work from home. All right, babies. Debbie FH.
0: Well, you go out there and you make them choices Mm -hmm. for yourself, Mm -hmm. for your self, Mm -hmm. and no one else. Mm -hmm. Speaking of choices, we've made a lovely choice to start picking our topics out of a hat, a.k.a. a jar, mason jar that's in Trey's house, and swirl it away. God. Do you want Mm me to read? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Sh- showing up unannounced. Did I invite you? Did next I invite week, you, baby? In if
1: you didn't, turn around. Period. ah period. oh uh. Okay.
0: Bye. Bye.